Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services in Eastland, Texas. Tune in every week as we share important information to help you and your family live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, legacy and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. Welcome to Life Planning 101. My name is Angela Robinson with Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services here in the great town of Eastland, Texas. I say it's a great town, but really it's like a frying pan in August. But, uh, you know, we won't go down that path. We're going to stay a little bit more lighthearted. We're going to talk about lawsuits. (laughs) Yeah, maybe not so lighthearted. But I do want to tell you about Farmer Joe. So he was in his car and he was hit by a truck. And he decided, you know, injuries from the accident were severe enough that he probably needed to take this trucking company to court that was responsible for the accident and uh, help him with some of his physical damages and his inability to work. So here they were in court and this trucking company, of course, has a big time lawyer and he's asking, you know, Farmer Joe, okay, so didn't you say though at the scene of the accident, I'm fine? Well, Farmer Joe responded, well, I'll tell you what happened. I just loaded my favorite mule, Bessie, into the, and there goes the lawyer. He interrupted him. He said, you did not answer the question. I'm not asking what happened at the scene. Did you not say at the scene of the accident, I'm fine? Farmer Joe said, well, I just got Bessie into the trailer and I was driving down the road and there goes the the lawyer again. He interrupts him again. He says, judge, I'm trying to establish the fact that at the scene of the accident, this man told the highway patrolman on the scene that he was just fine. Now, several weeks later after the accident, he's trying to sue my client. I believe he is a fraudster. Please tell him to simply answer the question. So by this time, of course, the judge really interested in Farmer Joe's mule, Bessie. He says, I'd like to hear what he has to say. So he let him continue. Joe thanked the judge and he proceeded and he said, well, I was saying I had just loaded Bessie, my favorite mule, into the trailer and was driving her down the highway and, of course, this huge semi-truck ran the stop sign, smacked my truck right in the side. I was thrown into one ditch and Bessie was thrown into the other and I was hurting real bad and and didn't want to move. However, I I could hear old Bessie moaning and groaning and I knew she was just, it was not good. She was in terrible shape. So, you know, shortly after the accident, here comes this highway patrolman on the scene and he hears Bessie moaning and groaning and he goes over to her and after he looks at her, he took out his gun and he shot her between the eyes. Well, After that, the patrolman came across the road with his gun in his hand and he looked at me and he said, your mole was in such bad shape, I had to shoot her. How are you feeling? (laughs) Oh, man. So I thought everybody needs a little humor when it comes to uh, getting sued, right? But unfortunately, we, you know, unlike maybe Farmer Joe where it might have been warranted, um, we live in a litigious world and sometimes accidents do happen. And sometimes, I guess, lawsuits are warranted. And no matter the situation, if they're not or they are, um, are your assets protected? That's the biggest question. That's what we want to address right here on Life Planning 101 today, where our goal is always to be able to help people live life on purpose, not by default. And too often, too many people live life by default because they don't plan for things to happen. And of course, none of us plan for things to happen, um, but we need to be able to you know, stop every once in a while and reflect on what we've built, the success we've built. Maybe it needs extra special care to uh, protect it at the end of the day. And so when I ask people, are your assets protected? Most people don't even know how to answer that question, much less to answer it with a resounding, yes, of course it is. Of course they are, right? 
And the truth is that most assets are not naturally protected. And this means that unless you've done some planning or some maneuvering aimed at asset protection, well, you probably aren't. Now, I want to bear in mind uh, through this you know, entire show today that I am not your attorney. Nobody at KFS is an attorney. We are not your accountant or your tax professional. Nobody at KFS is your tax professional. In fact, we have a sister firm that we have engaged with that does all things accounting and tax, right? And then we, uh, of course, are not your property and casualty insurance agency. Uh, now, I will say my dad, he is licensed. We don't sell it. He still uh, is very much involved in in helping us analyze policies and look at that. And we have another uh, rep within the firm that is also a licensed, but we, we don't do that field. That's not our field, but we know enough in a lot of these areas to be dangerous. And I think really at the end of the day, that's what a good life planner is, is, is we go out there, I, I'm, I'm hungry to learn every single day. And so I read incessantly. I read about all kinds of stuff and I'm fascinated with, you know, what's going on in the world and what's changing in the world. And I think that's, that's what has to be done because somebody has to be asking the right questions. You know, we're always looking for answers, but sometimes it's not about the answer. Sometimes it's about asking the right question, especially when it comes to asset protection, because asset protection is one of those things that you have to look at your entire situation holistically and then drive down into the details to understand why things are done the way that they're done. And it's not just, you can't just do it straight from the asset protection side. You also have to look at the tax side. You also have to look at the business side. You have to also look at the legal side of things. So, you know, pulling it all together is extremely important, but I will say there are about seven things that we see, what we would call common issues with asset protection, and we see these a lot. And so I thought it would be good to do on the show today is to to go through these seven things that we see on a a common standpoint, see if any of them resonate with you. Maybe you could take a, you know, internal glance. And and of course, I'm going to tell you at the end of the day, no matter who you are, unless you, you do our job or you are an asset protection attorney or you're in the business of property and casualty and you understand liability insurance, you probably need to get some help um, because this is one of those areas you you do the job alone, you're going to find out the hard way <laughs> that things might not go go so well for you. So are your assets protected? That's what we're addressing right here on Life Planning 101 today. You're not going to win and miss it so we can help you live life on purpose. Welcome back to Life Planning 101. My name is Angela Robinson with Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services. Be sure to visit us online at www.kennedy-financial.com. Sign up for our newsletter. Uh, We coin information every single week that is relevant to what we see going on with the families that we work with. We try to bring that relevancy to you, whether it be through our podcast, whether it be through our newsletter. Um, And I'd encourage you to sign up for that because it's extremely valuable information. For example, today, are your assets protected, we're going to go through seven common issues that we see in which people's assets are not protected. And we're going to have this written out in our newsletter. So make sure you sign up for that. So let's get to the point. How many lawyers does it take to change a light bulb? (laughs) Bet you haven't heard this one. Three, one to climb a ladder, one to shake it, and one to sue the ladder company, right? I figured that was very appropriate when we're talking about asset protection. But in reality, uh, the more success you have, Uh, the bigger asset protection becomes important. 
you know, we help people build what we call their their life planning pyramid. And the bottom of that pyramid is pretty much designed towards asset protection against yourself, <laughs> against your um, an event happening such as a lawsuit or a death or a disability or loss of income or all those things, right? So it's extremely important. We put a lot of focus on this. And I want to share with you um, some of the things that we see in a, a lot of times. Uh, as you may know, we work with a lot of business owners. And uh, we're always looking, you know, with as a business owner, we have a saying, it's all personal. <laughs> you know, people come to us, maybe they want their personal personal financial planning done. But in reality, their business is their personal financial planning. It's all personal, right? And so when we work with business owners, one of the things that we see a lot is that they have a lot of cash built up inside their company. So if that is built up inside their company, that cash is most likely, and I say most likely, again, we're not your attorney. Um, so, you know, this is, this might be some structuring here that you've done to actually help against it. But if you don't know if you've done that, that's probably a telltale sign. Okay. But if that cash is inside your company, it's mostly exposed to your company's creditors and lawsuits. So I'm going to ask you as a business owner, which is more likely for you to get sued professionally or personally? Well, Depends on what your lifestyle's like, I guess. Maybe bad question, but you know, for a lot of businesses, it is inside of their business, and a lot of businesses have actually undergone lawsuits in the past. And so, most people believe that their cash inside their company. What can you do about it? it has to stay inside their company, um, and and that may be case for you know operating cash, but excess cash, savings cash, it may or may not be true. So we see where it's not true most often in a pass-through entity when someone has something like an S corp or an LLC. This is when it is definitely worth a conversation with your accountant and your attorney about options that you have to get that cash outside of your business. You know, you can always lend it back to your business. You can always make contributions back to your business. But if you're building cash inside your business, then all you're doing is building something that is exposed to those creditors and lawsuits. Pretty big problem. Number two on our list is high premiums. So a lot of people, when we tell them that we review their property and casualty insurance and, you know, we try to go deep and we get on the phone with their insurance agents and we work through everything, they're very relieved because they're paying all these high premiums. They're like, oh, I pay all this insurance. I've got plenty of insurance. I've been told that I don't know how many times I have plenty of insurance. So apparently everybody thinks the same way. If you pay a lot of premium, you have a lot of insurance. You may have a lot of insurance, but the question is, do you have the proper liability insurance protection. Just because you have a high premium doesn't mean that you have that. In fact, a lot of liability protection is not very expensive. It is the other insurances that are expensive. And sometimes you are overinsured in those areas when you're underinsured on the liability side and it needs to be a flip-flop. We see that a lot. So I'm not going to pick on insurance agents. I mentioned we have a couple uh, representatives in our firm that are insurance agents, but this is just the way it works. They get paid on commission, right? They get paid on commission based on that premium. And I think in most companies, different premium items, there's different or different line items have uh, different ways that they get paid. And so, you know, it, it's no fault to them. It's the way that they were taught to do business. And then there's this other thing that you work off of, a don't ask, don't tell situation. I mean, how much fun is it actually to talk about insurance and to get to the nitty gritty of things? But, you know, we've been in situations where we've literally helped uh, business owners save tens of thousands of dollars in premium or look at things from a different angle or look at a different option altogether. And we'll get to that later in the show. However, the biggest thing I want to say here is just because you have high premiums does not mean that you have proper liability insurance protection. 
In fact, it might be just the opposite. And you have to remember that insurance is really like a piece of Swiss cheese. In fact, that's if you've ever been in our office and we show you our life planning process, we talked about Swiss cheese and turning it into American cheese. This is where it came from, is the insurance world, <laughs> because it is like a piece of Swiss cheese. And understanding what your risks are and how you are not are are covered is extremely imperative. And I think this is where it really gets to. It's not about the answers because you sometimes don't even know the right question to be asking, the what ifs to be asking. And that's extremely important. And that's where we come in. We play that advocate role and help you talk to your agent in that regard. So we talked about cash inside your company. We've talked about high premiums. Let's talk about the fact that you are a walking liability. Yes, you are a walking liability. If you get in your car today and you hit somebody and they come after you and sue you, what's the first thing that you're going to do? Well, most of you would probably tell me, well, I guess I'm going to lawyer up, right? Well, what if you didn't have to? What if you called your insurance agent and they sent their big guns out? How much do they pay their attorneys versus how much could you afford to pay your attorney plus the time, the stress and everything else? And a lot of people don't know this, but you could literally have a uh, basically a, an attorney on retainer if you have your insurance set up appropriately. You know, a lot of people say, well, I've got personal liability um, or I've, I've covered. And they don't realize that if they have business or they think their business liability is their personal liability or they think they have their personal liability because it's on their auto policy and they see that or it's on their homeowner's policy and they see that and they think it's enough. An astonishing number of people that we work with are very, 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 I don't think I can say it enough times, underinsured from a personal liability perspective. General rule of thumb of how much liability insurance you should have personally. And this is in Texas, so every state is a little bit different on this, but this is a general rule of thumb because they look at what's called your protected assets in the event of a lawsuit, right? So in Texas, the general rule of thumb is to carry your total net worth, that's how much you're worth, less the amount of your home as a protected asset, less the amount of your retirement accounts as a protected asset, less the amount of your annuity and your life insurance cash values as a protected asset, which that right there tells you there's some ways to be able to protect assets, right? Huh, that was a bonus one. But this is just a rule of thumb because you could also be sued for what is coming to you, which means your income, if you're a high income earner, or you have a windfall that could impact your need. So Realize that you are a walking liability personally, and you need personal liability insurance coverage if you are successful, if you have success issues. So talked about cash. We've talked about high premiums. We've talked about a walking liability. What about the fact that there's often these misunderstandings? We mentioned this briefly in the last one. You think you have liability insurance because you're a business owner and you have business liability and that covers you personally. This is simply not true. In fact, your situation is probably more complicated and requires you or your agents to really understand what's going on to make sure that you don't have gaps or overlaps in coverage. When are you personal? When are you business? And we all know it's all personal. So it, it makes it really difficult, but that makes it important to have those discussions. And a lot of times, you know, we're seeing this, which leads us to number five, pointing fingers. More and more people have their insurance spread across multiple carriers with multiple agents. This is very true with business, right? You've got your business insurance and you've got your personal insurance and nobody's really talking. And we have seen situations in this, in a same household, this is not a joke, same household with two different automobile policies with two different agents. It wasn't even a business and a personal thing. It was just 
two different auto policies with two different agents. And the question arises, they're both on each policy. Well, which policy is going to cover if they were in a wreck? They're all, which company wants to ante up? Well, neither one of them do. So the more successful you are, the more important it becomes to work with a specialist to look at your picture holistically is the bottom line. Are your assets protected? When we come back on Life Planning 101, we've still got some little nuggets to share with you you're not going to want to miss to help you live life on purpose. Welcome back to Life Planning 101. My name is Angela Robinson with Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services. And we are asking the question, are your assets protected? And since we are pulling this uh, quote unquote filevine.com ultimate list of lawyer jokes, I'm not a lawyer, but I work with a lot of them. So I guess they'll give me a little grace if we poke fun of them. Um, But I do want to share this one with you. I love this. It's from Disorder in Court. And these are things that people actually said in court, word for word. What's your date of birth? July 15th. What year? Every year. (laughs) Number two, how old is your son? The one living with you. 38 or 35. I can't remember which. How long has he lived with you? 45 years. Number three, what was the first thing your husband said to you when you woke up that morning? He said, where am I, Kathy? And why did that upset you? My name is Susan. Ooh, that is bad. Uh, number four, how was your first marriage terminated? Answer, by death. Number five, is your appearance here this morning pursuant to the deposition notice which I sent to your attorney? Answer, no, this is how I dress when I go to work. I think people get nervous when they're in court. Uh, (laughs) Question, doctor, before you performed the autopsy, did you check for a pulse? Answer, no. Did you check for blood pressure? Answer, no. Did you check for breathing? Answer, no. So then is it possible that the patient was alive when you began the autopsy? Answer, no. How can you be so sure, doctor? Answer, because his brain was sitting on a desk in my jar. But could the patients have still been alive nevertheless? Answer, yes, it is possible that he could have been alive and practicing law. Oh, man, we all need a little bit of uh, humor in our life, especially when we're talking about lawsuits and and protecting your assets. This is something that no one wants to go through, and you certainly don't want to be written up in one of these joke books just because you're under so much stress and duress and having to be on a stand, right? Uh, This is an area that you should be able to be, um, you know, set up right, structured right, and have the proper insurance protection to have the retainers in place with the attorneys for the insurance companies, not yourself. And we've talked about a lot of that in today's show. And I want to share with you um, two more common issues that we see. We've pointed out five so far. So number six is umbrellas. So you may know this term, umbrella liability policy. If you were successful, most likely you need one. You need a personal one. Yes, your business may have one. But again, that goes back to what we talked about earlier. You probably need a personal one as well. And we gave you a general rule of thumb of what that amount should be in a previous segment. You know, here in Texas, every state's different, but you generally want to carry that liability amount in the amount of your total net worth, less of a few of your assets that are considered protected assets, unless you have a windfall or other income or other things coming in, and that could affect that as well. But... But here's what I'm going to say. Don't just go buy a personal umbrella insurance and think of yourself as covered. Remember, with insurance, the big print giveth and the little print taketh away. 
Yes, most umbrella policies require what's called underlying limits of certain amounts to pay a claim. So in other words, if you have, if you're in an auto accident, your umbrella policy would require that your auto uh, policy require a certain amount of liability limits before it would be willing to kick in. Otherwise, you're going to be exposed uh, potentially to all of it or what's in the middle, depending on how the policy is written. So that's really important to be able to note that. Make sure you're, you adjust your policies accordingly. Better yet, you have um, you know that, that agent that's kind of looking at everything holistically and making sure that all that's um, in order. Number seven, lowering costs. Since most, uh, apparently Siri has some information for the show, uh, lowering costs. So since most people build their success one piece at a time, they find themselves owning everything or almost everything in their name or the name of their company. So the business, the real estate, da, 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 da. Well, unfortunately, this just simply exposes all the assets with the same ownership to each other and makes the case for needing more and more insurance. Well, it might be time to look at how you can structure your assets a little differently to try to help lower the cost of that overall insurance need. And a little restructuring or a little retitling could probably fix this. I say probably because remember what I said at the beginning of the show, you know, there's a lot more to consider here with it being business and tax and insurance and legal. You got to look at all of it. And it takes a team. So keep in mind, we aren't your tax advisor. We aren't your legal advisor. We're not your property and casualty insurance agent. These are all players in the field of what you need to protect your assets. But you need to be looking at this holistically. So that's where we come in. We're going to help you look at it. We're going to help you quarterback and bring light to the questions that we need to be asking these professionals as a group, not just individually, to find out what should be working for you. So you know, I would end with this, just, you know, it's been a lot of hard work to build what you have. And my bet is that it has. And so I don't know why people don't give more time to protecting what they built, you know, until it's too late. It's human nature. But I'm going to encourage you to stop and make this a priority before time runs out in 2023. Just take a moment to build protection for building your success not for today not just for today but for your future and if you need help we're here it's what we do helping people live life on purpose life planning firm smart money group kennedy financial services we love doing it so let us help my name is angela robinson with kennedy financial services god bless you have a great week and be sure to join us each and every week right here on life planning 101 Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services. If you have questions, you can email them to lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. Don't forget to learn how our sister company can assist you with all of your tax, bookkeeping, and consulting needs. You can find out more at briscoeandassociates.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more Life Planning 101. The opinions expressed herein are those of the firm and are subject to change without notice. The opinions referenced are as of the date of publication and are subject to change due to changes in the market or economic conditions and may not necessarily come to pass. Any opinions, projections, or forward-looking statements expressed herein are solely those of the author, may differ from the views or opinions expressed by other areas of the firm, and are only for general informational purposes as of the date indicated. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC. Kennedy Financial Services and Smart Money Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by Calton & Associates Incorporated.